Hey friends, welcome back to part two of my episode with Justine Wenzel. Now, if you haven't yet listened to part one of this episode, then you need to pause, go back to last Monday's episode. It's episode 114 and take a listen. That episode, we were talking about the crisis that is the lack of confidence and the abundance of fear that is just infiltrating the Christian entrepreneur space and the Christian coaching space that is keeping people from going after the things that God has for them, particularly related to their business. Now, Justine is a multi-passionate Christian entrepreneur, and she's also the podcast host of the podcast Courage Queen, which I'll link down below. I'm so excited for you to hear her again on the show this week. And this week, she's talking about about setting God-aligned goals for your online coaching business and taking bold, courageous action without fear. This is such an amazing episode. As I was re-listening to it, I was blessed all over again by this conversation, and I know that you will be too, so take a listen. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high-ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. God calls you to those mundane things and to be obedient in the small things so that he can trust you with the larger things. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that I truly believe will be some of the most successful people long-term just because they chose not to quit, just because they chose to be obedient and, and continue the race, which in scripture, it says so much, you know, the words bold, the words courage, the words courageous, they're in the Bible, like 
over 30 to 40 times each, each one of those words. And so if you think about how much of a culture that God has created in his kingdom and what he wants us to live up to and the type of believers that he wants us to be leading the pack, we need a whole lot more people operating on that and his truth, not based on a subjective truth of what we're shown in our culture today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. And one thing that came up for me when you said it shows up in the Bible 30 to 40 times, well, well, 40 is the number of like journey of like, cause that it was the wilderness. Like when yeah. the Israelites were wandering around in the wilderness, they were wandering around for 40 years. Jesus was um, fasting and being tested by the devil for 40 days. Once yeah. he came back to life, he was here on earth for 40 days before he ascended into heaven. And so, uh, so kind of a little bit of a rabbit hole here, but just so cool how the Lord can speak to us. Like, like even the numbers in the Bible, he was so intentional with all the little details. And if he is so intentional with something as a small as like a number, won't he be even more intentional with the grandiose plans that he has for our lives? And they will not necessarily match the plans that maybe we see in a magazine. Now, I'm not saying that God isn't going to bless people financially and that they're not going to be able to go on vacation and like have a pool in their backyard. Like, yeah. yes. I believe God wants that. that for us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like some people will, will be blessed with this grandiose amount of money that they can use as a river to bless other people. However, we also need to be open to the idea that maybe God has, well, he definitely has a plan to bless us even beyond financially, blessing us in our relationships, blessing us from healing us and pulling us out of a trauma and loving us enough to point the stain out on our shirt and say, Hey, let's deal with that together. And it's going to be challenging and it's going to be hard. But on the other side of that, you are going to feel free. Like his plan is for us as entrepreneurs, we have to wrap our minds around this. And I think that it can be hard when we feel that we're in a state of financial crisis. The Lord has more than finances for you. He has yeah. way more than finances for you. And God is not going to ask you um, to do things in your business that sacrifice other things that he's also called you to. For example, God will never ask you to spend so much time on your business that you sacrifice your marriage. He called you to steward the marriage. He, like, he called you to steward the kids that he gave you. He called you to X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And I love that. And that's the, that's the beauty and the balance, but because it goes so much against grind culture, it's really hard to untangle that. So yeah. what I would love to, as we kind of like wrap up the episode here, what came to my mind as I heard you talking is, okay, so we need to be seeking the Lord for every detail in our business. God, you know, where do you want my business to go? And how do you want me to get there? What is your take on then? How do we set goals? Because I, I feel like it can be, it can be confusing to somebody. It was like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to go to God, then, then am I even supposed to set goals? Like, what does it look like to set goals? God, does God want me to set goals? Should I toss my goals out the window? I'd love to hear your response on that. Yeah. You know what this is? I'm so glad you asked this because I talk about this so much, you know, coming from a culture of like, you have to set your own goals. Then you have to like, it's up to, you know we hear these phrases of like, if it's to be, it's up to me. And, you know, I need to lead the course and I need to go after. And it's all about this, like, I, 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 I. 
I'm in control. I have to do the work. Otherwise it's not going to come to fruition. And, you know, like, so I'm going to, I really do feel like whether you are a believer or an unbeliever, setting goals is important. It's, it's shown that setting goals and putting things in front of you, having a vision board, whatever you want to call it can be powerful. Do I believe that you can like manifest your own destiny? No, I've always been like very um, bold about that, that I think that that is something I even see a lot of Christians like getting tangled up in. Yeah, It's the fact that they can like create their own destiny and create their own future because that's very trendy right now. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's a very slippery slope. Mm -hmm. What I do believe is that um, God has fixed certain things so that when we worked diligently and consistently, um, people tend to succeed, whether they're Christians or not. So I really go with the method, and this is just my personal take on it, um, totally open to suggestion or other thoughts, of course, but I really believe in like doing a little bit of both. Okay, God, I feel like this is the goal that I want to set for this year, this month, whatever it is. God, would you help me to, you know, really asking and getting with God as if he is your business partner? Not just saying, God, this is the goal that I want. And would you bless it? Would you help bring these people um, onto my team or that I could, you know, coach them? Um, You know, would you help bring this half a million dollar deal? You know, however people are talking out there about whatever their particular business is. I think that we often do that and we go ahead of God. I think that that's really one of the biggest problems is when we go ahead of God and then we say, God, will you bless it? Or we make a mistake and then we're like, God, will you fix it? Like it's, it's after we've already gone in front of him, which I think is like really dangerous territory, very much a red flag. Um, you know, there's this thing kind of, uh, trending that's going out there right now. That's like, she's a 10, but she, you know, like fill in the blank or whatever. And that would kind of be one of those things for me. Like she's a 10, but she goes ahead of God and tries to like make her own plans come to fruition. I think that that's a big one that we have to watch out for, because I think that there's something to be said about, okay, there's nothing wrong with having a goal. There's nothing wrong with feeling like, okay, I feel like I'm being called to this, or I feel like this um, part of me inside wants to accomplish this, wants to earn this level of income, whatever it is. But I think it's setting that and then forgetting it. So it's setting, okay, God, this is the goal. You know what the goal is. And God, would you convict me if I'm missing any part of this? And would you realign me if this goal does not match your motives of me wanting to give back and serve and reach as many people as possible. So I really think that for a long time, I operated out of this fear of like, that God wasn't going to redirect me. I was so afraid of being disobedient that I literally wouldn't take action on things because I'm like, well, what if I go the wrong way? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, what if I'm doing something wrong and I don't even know? I was desperately afraid, again, keyword afraid, because I was just living in fear all the time of being obedient and making the wrong choice, but not making a choice or not moving forward because we feel like we don't have that confirmation is a choice that unfortunately we end up still making. It's still in our own strength. So I think when we set that goal and then we say, God, this is the goal that I'm setting, but it's not set in stone. What do you say as my business partner? I don't want to go ahead of you. I want you to be able to bless my efforts. So if there's anything that my heart needs convicting on, if there's any realigning or recalibrating that you need to do within my heart, my heart can be very deceitful. So can yours, you know, all of us were, were told to, um, you know, guard our heart. And one of the things that it does say in scripture is, you know, that, that Psalm, I think it's Psalm 27, where it's like, wait for the Lord and be strong and let your heart take courage. 
Wait for the Lord. I think this is so important because I think, again, we tend to pick apart these scriptures. We tend to pick what fits our preferences, what works for us. We're like, oh yeah, he said, be strong and courageous. So I'm just going to go ahead and do my own thing and set my own goal and go with it. But he doesn't say that. He says, wait for, he says, wait for the Lord twice in the beginning and in the end. So if you look at that scripture, it says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. That's not something, if we're told that our heart is deceitful, that's not something that our heart just automatically is like, okay, I'm going to be courageous and bold. So let me go after it. There's a reason why there's a repetitiveness in God's word and why I think it's like these bookends of that verse that say, wait for the Lord. To me, that means don't go before him. It means just because you set a goal doesn't mean now you hit the ground running and you start working on it. Now you can start putting one foot in front of the other to start doing the faith-filled daily actions and disciplines that you think are going to get you to that goal, but staying very open and receptive again to God, what do you say about this? God, what do you think about my goal? And getting into those quiet spaces, you know, one of my favorite things to do, which is one of the things I did preparing for this episode was um, go, they, you know, they have the um, like www.thebibles.info. I'll give it to you so you can put it in the show notes, but you can literally look up specific words that are in the Bible. So you could, so it says, what does the Bible say about blank? And you can add in your word. So I put in, What does the Bible say about being bold? What does the Bible say about being courageous? So if God gives you a specific word or there's just like a theme that's on your heart and you're like, okay, I want to go digging. I want to get curious about what this means for me, what God is trying to say to me. If you're somebody who's not quite sure if God is speaking to you or you don't really know what that looks like. I remember in, in the beginning of my journey as a Christian, people would be like, well, God just was like talking to me and he said this and I'm like, well, how does he say it exactly though? Like, does he like yell down to you? Is he like sending you a text? Like, Hey girl, I got to talk to you. Like, I think I got very confused in the beginning when my faith, when I thought that I was a strong Christian, but I really didn't have that frequency of really understanding what came from God. And what I learned along the way was things that were coming from God were often, I would ask God a question and then I would just pause and allow space. Mm-hmm. I would not try to always fill it with my own words and my own thoughts. I would ask God a question. Like I would just be saying it to myself or saying it out loud. Like, God, what do you say about being bold and courageous? And I would just wait on him. Now you're not sitting there for like an hour, but God may bring you an idea. He might plop an idea into your head. He might plop a person into your head. For me, how God speaks to me is God will literally plop in like Isaiah. Like he'll just drop like some, like some name from the Bible or some phrase. And then a lot of times I'll punch that into the Bible.info, which is where you can say, you know, God, what do you say about this? It'll give you a whole bunch of different scriptures that have the theme of that word Mm -hmm. or that phrase that you put in. And then I just say, God, as I'm going through these, would you help like underline or highlight the words or the themes in here that I need to dig into deeper? Would you help speak to me through your word and through other people today and help me to see your neon sign? Like I'm somebody who needs God's neon sign. And so don't be afraid to ask God into those daily disciplines and those daily small moments that seem very insignificant. Like God really convicted me one day and just said, like, you know, I was driving in my car and I was listening to music and I was like, I, I turned off the music for whatever reason. And I'm like, gosh, I got to call somebody. I got to talk to somebody right now. And I just like paused for a second before I was like trying to figure out who I should call to talk to, to 
again, like by my time while I was driving. And I literally heard this thought pop into my head and it was like, why don't you just talk to me? And I was like, oh, okay. So right. like there, there's these moments that we just were so quick to rush and get in the busyness and be distracted, which was what the enemy wants. Because when we're distracted, we can't hear and connect with God. When we're distracted on our own personal insecurities, we we can't even be aware to anything going outside us. We can't see the people that he has in front of us. Yeah. And, you know, one last story that I want to just share of just about being bold and courageous. Like, what does that actually look like as a business owner in your position? You know, you've maybe heard of like, there's, there's churches that I know that go out there and they're doing evangelist work and they literally are like, okay, God, we want to go out and pray for people. We want to serve people in your kingdom today. And they literally have meetings and they're like, you know, tell us who, who needs prayer. Tell us who needs a touch from you. And like the Holy Spirit will show them it. It kind of sounds like a little wonky, but just go with me on it. The Holy Spirit will be like blue scarf or like, we'll give that. Like they're specifically asking, like, what are the attributes that we can look for and notice? Or what are like the physical things that are out in the world that help direct us to the people that you have for us? Why aren't we asking these questions? Like, you see people do this all the time and, and like God will say like, oh, blue scarf. And next thing you know, now they're just, you know, they're going out and all of a sudden they see somebody with a blue scarf and they go up to him and they're like, hey, this is going to sound really odd, but like we're with, you know, this fellowship group and we're going out and meeting the needs of people in the community today. And uh, we felt like God said to us, like there was somebody wearing a blue scarf that, that needed prayer. Is there anything that we could pray for, for, for you, like intercede for you? Now that's like really kind of like a little bit, like it kind of almost gives me the EVGBs a little bit, because what I feel like it creates in me is the stirring of discomfort. Like, oh my gosh, I would be so uncomfortable doing that. But what I will tell you is I've really been praying about this and kind of using that as a powerful example, just to say like, okay, God, like who do I need to go out and meet today in my business? And instead of praying for someone um, like very generic, I've been praying very specifically for people. And I've been praying that God would bring to my mind and my attention, the qualities, the way like spiritual eyes to see the qualities or examples of how other people are that are out in the world already that God has for me that I should be talking to. And so yesterday I was out to dinner. It's, it's so funny how timely this is. Yesterday I was out to dinner with my husband and I, all of a sudden we're getting ready to leave the restaurant and this girl sits down and I have really bad ADD. So I like, if someone's sitting really close to me and they're having their own separate conversation, like my brain is over here. My husband's trying to talk to me. Like he just knows if we're at a restaurant, like I will be in someone else's conversation, whether they want it or not. Right. Right. <laughs> so they're having this conversation and I'm overhearing them. And I just had this feeling in my spirit, like you're supposed to talk to her. And and she, and just some of the things that she was saying, it was like literally exactly what I had prayed for. Like the, I could just tell the qualities of like who she was. And she's sitting there talking to her husband. So I got up and went to the bathroom and my husband went to go get the car. And I came out because we were like out on an outside patio. And I just walked up to this girl. Like I've never, I don't do stuff like this often, but I just literally, I was like, God, help me to be bold and courageous right now. Like I truly believe that you're speaking to me. Help me to walk it out and be obedient. Um, so that I don't like crash and burn here. Cause that would be like so embarrassing. <laughs> so I walk out and I'm like going by the fence to talk to this girl. And I just like, 
scoot up next to the fence. We're like, they're literally having dinner. And I go, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I couldn't help but notice you. And, um, and I'm really bad at like hearing other people's conversations when I'm sitting close to them. And I just absolutely love your story and just how big of a heart I can tell that you have. I know that this is, you're probably going to think I'm a total weirdo, but I would love to connect with you and I would love to get to know you. And I'd like to offer you um, some of the services that I provide in my business because I like to serve women that are just like you. And I truly believe that I was supposed to meet you today. And I, you may think I'm a total weirdo, but I'm just going to be transparent and like put myself out there. I then there was like this long pause and literally her response was, oh my gosh, you just made my day. I can't believe that you're coming up here and, and talking to me. She goes, this is so weird, but absolutely. I would love to get together with you. And I literally was sitting there like, this is unfreaking real. I can't believe this is happening right now. So I literally get her information and I walk to go get in the car and I'm like sitting there thinking to myself like, okay, this could amount to nothing, but I truly believe it's those moments of obedience. She may not book with me and she may not become a client or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's not what she, maybe the reason why I had to get in touch with her was not even for that reason. Maybe God has a totally different reason. But I just have to trust that when I'm obedient and doing those small things, that the Lord is blessing me. And wouldn't you know that an hour after I got home after this happened, I came home to two, like, you know, I have a business that where I sell a product and a service. I came home to two emails with over $100 in sales for my business. Completely unrelated people I did not reach out to. They just jumped on my website and they placed orders. And I truly believe in connecting those dots. I believe in in having the belief that God has called me to that specific thing. And maybe he has a hidden surprise that I know nothing about, whether that follows through the way that I envision or not. And so I just kind of in closing of that, I would love to just really pray for us as we close that God would give you the spiritual eyes to see the needs of people in your space and that he would give you the boldness to do things that are uncomfortable that make you look silly because it's doing those things that lead to the ultimate return, not even on the outside, but more so on the inside. And that he would continue to grow and stretch you into the type of woman and the type of leader and the type of coach that's leading with integrity and that's putting him first and his plans first above our own. And that we would, you know, pick up our cross every single day and that we would follow him in that type of way, because that's the type of bold, courageous spirit that our culture desperately needs right now. And you know what? It's being silenced by the wild and the crazy. I'm just going to say it. It's being totally silenced. It's being totally muffled. There's so much good going on in the world, but we're not hearing about it because people aren't opening their mouths because they feel like, well, that's kind of weird or that's kind of straight. No, what's weird is that nobody's talking about it and that mm -hmm. nobody's living like that. So I just really want to call all of us um, to take more of that stand and to really go to God today and say like, God, what about this message today? Are you calling up within me? What have I been unwilling to deal with that you have called me to work on? And what could it be that's holding me back from the relationship that I want with you, from the fruit that you want to give me? Is it a lack of belief? And if so, convict me right now so that I can put that to bed and I can step out and, and create a new situation. Because I believe that this year, um, you know, my theme of the year, at least, is see, I am doing a new thing. 
And I believe God wants to do a new thing. I believe that we're in very much a revelation time right now where there's an inner struggling of a lot of Christians. And we seem to look like we're losing that level of belief and and that level of followers to the ways of the world. But I believe that it's just the beginning. I believe that God wants to do so much more and that God wants to raise up incredible leaders to lead the pack. And I think that that starts with us. So I'm so grateful um, that we got to have this conversation. And I think there's obviously, you know, we talked, I talked a ton, but (laughs) I think that there's like so many areas that you could go with this. And I really just pray that out of outside of everything I said, that you would take it to God and that you would ask some really specific, bold questions and pray some bold prayers today. God honors bold prayers. Yeah. And he's not intimidated by them. Like he's not intimidated by specific. I think that sometimes we try to, it's either protecting ourselves so that we're not disappointed if we ask a specific question and God doesn't answer the way we want. God has never needed you to protect him or protect his reputation. We can ask the specificness. We can ask the big prayer. It doesn't, it, again, like you said earlier, God's not a genie in, the bo- in a bottle. Right. The response may not always be what you wanted or what you expected, but don't be afraid to ask the specific questions. And here's the other thing the most wildest thing that I've ever experienced in my faith journey is when I ask God for confirmation and we don't have time to get into all the big stories. If I were to put it into like 15 seconds, the Lord told me a year and a half ago um, that I was supposed to go evergreen with my business. What I didn't know at the time is that we were going to go through an adoption to where I was not going to be able to handle the level of one-on-one coaching that I am used to because I will eventually have to drop and go. And I can't drop and go when I have seven high ticket one-on-one clients, you know, on retainer with me. And I was like, man, I just don't know if like the Lord is really asking me to do this. And one of my faith-filled girlfriends, she's like, Cammie, sometimes you have to step out in faith first before the Lord confirms it. So I did, I was like, okay, God, I don't know what this even looks like, but I'm doing it. Very next day, I got lost driving away from our new house, took the wrong road got to the end of a dead end road, gravel road, dead end, like a scary movie, turned the car around. And there on the side of the road was this big, probably 15 foot long, big, one of those containers, like shipping containers. And it said from wall to wall and all capital letters, evergreen, like the most, like, you cannot tell me that that was a coincidence. And so that's also something I would add to the conversation to, for to encourage women to like, not only ask the bold questions, ask the specific questions and pray the big prayers, but then ask God for confirmation. God, yeah, like, is this where you're leading me to? And if it is great, if it's not confirm it a different, like confirm that I need to go a different way and then sit back, wait expectantly. And that's when some wild things really happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Well, Justine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you tell um, people where they can find you? Yeah, so I hang out a lot. Oh my gosh, I hang out a lot. Wow, on Instagram, and that is on my uh, personal page, which is J Wenzel J W E N Z E L twenty nine. I do a lot of videos and content on there, and then I have Courage Queen Pod, also with specifically podcast content. Um, you can listen to Courage Queen podcast anywhere, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Wow, I'm literally losing my ability to talk now. Okay, <laughs> enemy, get behind me. But um, that is where you can find me. Would love to connect with you. Would love to encourage you. I really love to hear bold God stories. 
of people that step out and they, again, pray for something, they diligently work for something. And I love to hear those celebrations. So even if it's unrelated, but even if it like, like leads you down a path of doing this for yourself, reach out, let's connect. I'd love to hear your story. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.